Good evening, everybody. Welcome to TMO Fight It Live. It's me, Super Danny Iron, and of course, we're joined by the Pidge. How are we, mate? Yeah, good, mate. Good, mate. Um, looking forward to Sunday, mate. Definitely. Yeah, never another new era at Watford Football Club. So yes, uh, it's going to be interesting. Definitely, definitely, mate. Right, just before we get on, um, boys and girls, just remember we are proud and honoured to be in association with the Watford Football Club, former players club, fronted by Luther Blissett, Watford favourite son, and Pricey Neil Price. Head on over to facebook.com forward slash tailor-made players. Yeah, so um, it's a tale of two clubs with um, new managers now, both sort of fighting for the same goal of being in and around the playoffs or possible promotion, mate. Um, should, should be a very intriguing tie for Billich's first game in charge. Yeah, it should be. Um, I mean, I, I just need to touch upon, you know, the, the sacking of Edwards. It, it it caught me completely by bleeding. You know, I was literally at work on my break and then notification coming through from Andrew French, like Edwards has been sacked. I was like, I just couldn't mm. believe it. Like, yes, um, you know, performances haven't been great really, but, you know, we're sitting in 10th. Yes, it's not what... I think is what fans we probably expected, but it's nothing disastrous. I don't think you know it's still ten games the season gone. You know, you know one point off the playoffs, uh, six points off automatic. So it was enough by any means disastrous. He just, I just, I just, it was just so frustrating. You know what they said in the summer about we're going to back Edwards. Well, they're, they're, they, they haven't. They haven't backed him. They haven't back. They didn't back him with the players. No. And when they don't do that. What what can you expect with the performance on the pitch when the players, you know, that we have got at the moment are just are not good enough? So again, it, it's so frustrating. But you know that's gone. Forget about it. It's a new new era under Billet. And I must say, I'm absolutely, I'm really excited about his appointment. You know, it's um, he's you know he's got a lot of pedigree. In it. You know, he's managed Croatia. He's been around you know West Ham and got West Brom promoted. So I actually think it's a really good appointment. But it's it's just kind of. You know, been put to the side with you know how how we sacked Edwards, but uh, you know, I'm really looking forward to it. You know, Sunday Stokes gonna be a tough game. You know, it's history history says Stokes always a <clears throat> tough place to go. So um, yeah, I mean, we we just need to get off get off to a good start and start on the front foot. You know, we've been so so many times this season we've just started really badly. You know, conceding first goal in so many games. So it's important we we do start quickly and. You know, hopefully you can get the first goal. Yeah, exactly, mate. And um, it's um, obviously we're all unhappy of how it's um, came about, and just obviously on record, like to thank Rob for his efforts. And it's just a pity that he's had to be released um, once again. You know, another manager fallen by the wayside of the potsos. But we've talked about that to death this week. We're obviously looking forward to Stoke on Sunday, and I agree with you, mate. Um, taking the Rob. Um, situation aside, um, Billich is a fantastic appointment. Personally, I'm really like like you said, I'm exactly the same. I'm really looking forward to it. It's just a shame how it's come about, and you know, I believe they wanted him last season, and it's, uh, whatever transpired, it didn't happen, which is a shame. But um, yeah, yeah, looking looking onto the Stoke game, they've signed a couple of really good players. They've I mean, they've had a decent squad anyway, to be fair. And Mike and O'Leal, I thought, was a little unlucky to get. Uh, get the boot. I think they could have given him a bit more time, similar to Rob. Um, Alex O'Neill coming from Sunderland. He wasn't on a long-term deal, a bit like <laughs> similar once again. You can make comparisons again with Watford. He wasn't um, much on a long-term deal at Forest Green and he came to us. Same with um, Alex at Sunderland and he's gone over to Stoke. And yeah, tell of the two new bosses. 
Obviously, um, Alex has had Alex uh, Neil has had um, a few more games under his belt than uh, Slavin, but um, yeah, yeah, it's certainly intriguing, and it will be quite fitting. It's one of the I do believe it's one of the best games in the championship at the weekend in terms of what it means for both clubs and the quality of both clubs. It should be a very very good game. I've always, you know. Stoke have always been, since they got relegated from the Prem, or whenever it was, I think it was 2018 or something when they got relegated. They've always, they've always underachieved, haven't they? They'd, yeah. I'll, you know, you look at team when a lot of people do predictions. They, everyone seems to have Stoke in and around the playoffs, but they seem to just underachieve every year. You know, I think, I, I don't think the last few years they've been anywhere sort of near the playoffs. So I think it's, you know, Stoke are one of them clubs where you know they've got relegated, and they've. They've just proven how hard it is to get back in the league. You know, oh god, I got really bad, really bad injection. <laughs> I can't see, so I keep. No, you're right, mate. You rushed it, mate. So don't worry. You rushed your food, mate. So yeah, no, no. Again, you know, is you know, we've got to expect a tough game. Lot like the All Land yeah. Championship. It's such a cliche, but we've got to expect a tough game. You know, and our way, we haven't really got going away from home yet this season. You know, we haven't won away from home yet. So I mean, it's about time we bloody won. won you won an away game. Mm, exactly. And a few of you have already messaged in already. Thank you ever, ever so much, guys and girls. Um, the best one of the lot at the moment is um, Angelus Slelin saying, um, hi, you gorgeous lot. And um, Woody straight away put in hi. Um, <laughs> brilliant, mate. Uh, uh, Woody is a sexy animal, by the way. So I'll, I'll let him off for that one. Um, we've got a few people, obviously, everyone. Hi, uh, hi guys. Um, Woody said, I hope he has a good start as well. Um, and Angelus saying, we'll, um, no, Jason actually said, we'll um billich um get long enough uh to shape a team probably not um gary's on um he said gino went over scott's head and looks like he uh, didn't want edwards he's also said wish um we got him in before rob but never mind uh, i think he could do it now just hope the players play for him now um Woody said, look as, uh, look, as long as he gets him playing well before we meet the scum. Um, yeah, they, that is a massive, massive game. Uh, we, obviously, we've got a few games. Stoke, obviously, on Sunday, midday kickoff on Sky. And then we've got Wednesday night, uh, Swansea at home. Should be another very, very tough game. Very good game. I'm certainly looking forward to that as well. Um, well you going up to Stoke? Yeah, just a quick question. I, I had a chat with my, my mate the other day. And um, I was on the way over Blackburn, and he was saying, "Look, if we don't get promoted, but if we if we do the double over Luton, it will take that all day long." What do you reckon? Oh, hundred yeah. percent. I mean, this I'm looking. I've got me nineties head on here. You know, yeah. late eighties, early nineties head on here. And as long as we finish above Luton and beat them both times, that's my minimum aspiration for this season. Obviously, you know, given it, if we could if we could get promoted, you know, you can't turn down promotion. Um, that would be the be all and end all, as far as I'm concerned. But yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 you know it's the one game. That, I mean, you, you have to be up for every game, regardless. But it's the yeah, one game. Cool. If we don't turn it for that game, fans will not accept that game. You know, there will be. Imagine if they they come to our place and then they they do us over. There will be. You know, it will be. It won't be a nice. Watford won't be a nice place that day. I'm telling you, it'll, it they'll be up for. You know, I, I can guarantee you now it will be. It won't. It won't be nice. So that that's the one game where fans will not accept anything less than a and a and a you know no nonsense performance that that day. I mean that's week that's a few weeks away. We, we obviously we got got Stoke first and the other games. And obviously, yep, yeah, I'm going to Stoke on Sunday. 
lovely long down strike, but you know it's what you do when you support your club. You support them, like, like I said, support the club, not the regime. No, no, I agree with that, mate, as well. And um, yeah, they've signed Dwight Gale this season. Some um, a lot of people um, said that we could have signed him. Um, yeah, they've got one or two tasty players about, and we'll f- I'll throw up a few of them in a minute. But um, yeah, they'll they'll be a tough tough team to break down, certainly, especially with Alex Neil in charge. Yeah, yeah, they will be. You know, Alex is Neil sized up and down years. They've always they've always been quite, a, you know, a hard team to break down. You look at when when he won the. When he got promoted with Norwich, they were very, very hard team to break down. Obviously, when he went to Preston, they were, again they were a solid team. And at, at Sunderland, you know, they won one league, got promoted in League One last year. Obviously, a very good side, and he started 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 quite well with Sunderland this year. So it's yeah. going to be a game regardless. Mm, yeah, exactly, mate. And um, we're looking at it so far. They've got they've only ever. <laughs> no wonder Marco O'Neill's been gone. He's he's had three three um, three wins. Um, was it four defeats? Currently um, 14th in the table. I'll throw up some t- team news as well in a minute. But um, I'm looking at the players. Obviously, they've got um, Ben Wilmot. As m- m- many people um, know, a s- certain player that yeah, played for us um, a little bit. Should have played a little bit more if I'm um, completely uh, um, truthful. We've got Lewis, uh, Lewis Baker's on four goals. He's, I think, as far as I know, he's his uh, top scorer. Dwight Gale. Um, is yet to uh, hit the net in the league, as um, far as I know. Um, Aidan Flint's come in from Cardiff. He's another one that I rated very, very highly uh, a couple of years ago. I'm surprised we never tried to go in for him. Um, who else did they get? They got not many people think like say, well, go on again once again. I think Aidan Flint and Dwight Gale are the most notables. They've had a few. Joe Allen's got uh, left. Uh, Tom Ince left. He's left a lot of clubs. Um, Tommy Smith. Peter Tuber, that's another one. I mean, how, how disappointed were you that we didn't sign him in the summer? I don't want to hark on too much I mean, about it. But... He, he's left straight now. Like he's, he's playing in Greece, I think, with Andre yeah. Gray. But yeah, I know. But yeah, it's, um, it's, it's going to be a tough game. You know, I keep saying it's going to be a tough game. You know, we've, every game is tough, but, you know, it, it, it's, it's a new era again. You know, like I said, we've just got to, just got to get off to a good start. And, you know, let's just try and go on a little run because we haven't, we haven't put a run together this season. We need to just start start hitting a bit of form now, you know. Yeah. And especially with a with a, with a with a World Cup coming up, you you want you want to be sort of hitting form, and then you can hit hitting form up until that point, and then you know, hopefully, then it will stand us in good stead for the for the second part of the season. Mm, exactly. <laughs> Alan Austin saying we football fans are fickle. Two wins and the new manager will be the best thing since cut bread. Yeah, look, it does happen, mate. And um, we've all we've all done it. We've all been guilty of. Um, Jumping on the bandwagon and celebrating a bit too early, but um, yeah, I think as well, Alan's absolutely spot on with what he was saying. But I think what we need to do is, and a lot of people say, when after a win, oh, don't get too carried away. There is and there isn't um, truth in that. I mean, if you win a game, then enjoy it as best you can because the bad times all there's always quickly uh, to come round the corner. So you know, if we beat Stoke on. Sunday, let's enjoy it. Let's, let's revel in it until Wednesday, and then we focus our all our attention on um, Swansea at home. So let's hope we go there and uh, give a good performance. Well, we've got a um, bit of team news. Pedro's 50-50 uh, med of the trip. Um, 
head coach described his situation as just a matter of days. He's a minor calf injury. Um, Trista Kong was forced off the pitch of hamstring injury whilst um, representing Nigeria last week. He's aiming to, oh, so he's definitely out. He's aiming to mid-October return. Uh, and Gaki is making um, good progress after the hamstring injury. Um, the usual Dele Bashiru, um, long, absent, long absentee. Um, Minaj is doing strength training, so they obviously won't be in um, for that game. But yeah, we certainly uh, we need we need Pedro in and around that squad. I mean, obviously we don't want to rush him. If he's not 100, percent then I wouldn't even put him on the bench. Uh, to be fair, because if he gets a nice, you know, turn something, twist something, then he's out for months. So if he's not 100, percent I'll just just sit him out. You know, we've got enough players who can can um, step in. I think, but um, yeah, how about that? Um, Pedro signing a new deal. We've got two. A um, bit like trains, once one comes, the other one comes. We had a couple signing new deals now. Pedro um, being the first one. I mean, how delighted are you with the sound of that? I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, all the talk, all the talk in the back end transfer window was obviously was Pedro leaving. And then when he stayed, you were over the moon, of course you are. And obviously he signs a yeah. new deal. Yes, you got to be delighted. But for me, that number one, that just, that bumps his transfer value up even more. Number two, you know, his wages have gone up. So, I mean, it, all it does, I mean, he, he probably won't be at Watford next year, especially if we don't get promoted. Pedro will leave ne- ne- Watford next year. And again, that that's where, you know, he's got a new contract. So that adds, adds a bit more to his transfer fee. So, but, you know, if, if he can, if he can, you know, if it, like I said, um, when, when if we did sell him, I was I was really worried about our uh, promotion chances because I think he would yep. have been different between us going not staying up. He's that he's that kind of player. So um, you know, it's massive. And, you know, I, I think it will give him a lot of confidence as well. You know, him getting a new contract, it's going to give him a contract. It, it, it proves you know he, he wanted to just sign a contract for the sake of it. He clearly wants to stay at Watford and help us get promoted. So I think you know it it it, it worked it, both sides. It way you know it's good for Pedro and it's good for Watford. Yeah, it works for it works for both, isn't it? And um, yeah, like you said, the overinflated uh, transfer fees. Now, you know, we if he does if he does leave, then we get a decent fee as well. But it means we've got a bit more security for both the player and the club in that respect. For like you said, it certainly helps um, both ways. Um, Angela saying she's got a funny story about Ben Wilmot. Too long to type here. Um, PM uh, well, PM me DM it. Um, Angela certainly want to um, hear about that. She says all the fun of being a Watford fan though, and um, Apparently, people are saying that scum are one nil up. Um, Angela's also said, "Oh bollocks!" <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, not really put a dampener on the evening, but um, it's a, a, a you know certainly hasn't raised our spirits that those um, definitely. But um, yeah, prediction, mate. I'm going for my normal uh, two nil or two one for me. What do you reckon? Yeah, probably the same. I think yeah, I probably wouldn't expect anything anything less than or, or sorry anything more than sort of. A, 2 0 or 2 1. It's going to be a tight game for sure, but hopefully, we should have just enough quality to get the job done. <coughs> yeah, exactly, mate. Well, on Billet, on the subject of Billage, um, we can compare him with, say, the qualities that Rob got in a minute. But in terms of just Billage himself, what type of qualities do you think he's going to bring to this, um, to this, um, team and the dressing room? Uh, uh, he, I mean, it's, it's so early, early to talk about him, you know, he's been in the job, you know. Tuesday or Wednesday, or whenever he got appointed. So, yeah. but, but from what what we know of him, you know, being at West Ham and being a Croatian manager in West Brom, obviously he he just he just want he he'll 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 want to win regardless. Where you know how he does that, 
we yet to find out. So, but I, I think, I think you won't take no shit. I think, sorry for swearing, but I don't think it would take any nonsense. You know, he's, he's, um, he, he just seems that kind of, kind of manager that, you know, you, players would want to work for, you know, I mean, yeah, we, we kind of said that from, you know, watching interviews with Rob Edwards and all the videos in the summer, but players clearly not playing, but obviously stuff's went on. We don't know. It's time to move on. But now, you know, I'm, I'm hoping Billy's is going to make us make us more, you know, enjoyable to watch. It's been it's been a bit a uh, bit boring to watch us this season. You know, didn't really know our, what our style of play was. So hopefully, Billy's can give us some sort of style of football. Hopefully, that's you know more attacking for sure. You know, let's just utilize players we've got. We've got so many good attacking players. Let's utilize them. What they're best at, which is you know going at teams and attacking them. Mm, yeah, exactly, mate. And um, I think from looking from the outs uh, from the outside um, in his, uh, you know, on his career so far, and like you said, you know, decent, a very decent spell at West Ham. Okay, it fell a bit apart uh, near the end. He's um, managed overseas uh, a bit as well. West Brom, he did pretty decent. He got him, got promoted, playing some good football as well. I think he was a bit unlucky to get relieved of his duties so early. Um, it just proved what a you know, they weren't ready for the Premier League when they went up because Big Sam came in and did even worse, to be fair. So, uh, yeah, I think he's got to be disciplined. He, he's already stated uh, that he is in charge. This is what this is what he wants to do. So he's obviously went to the pots and said, look, you know, if I'm going to do if you're going to want me to do this, I need more power. You need to give me power. You need to give me, well, a little bit more power than um, than and a bit, bit more leeway than obviously Rob had. So, like I say, it's a shame. I, I do think Rob's was too nice. I really mm. do. I think it's a similar to Steve Harrison, uh, where he was just too nice. You know, really, really good coach. And so, I do believe Rob is a fantastic coach. I just think he was too nice for the job. And uh, I think Billich, a bit more discipline, a um, bit more, bit more knows what he wants. He's got. A, a, he seems a bit more of a plan. Well, obviously, like you said, he's only been in the job. Uh, two or three days, so we'll see see if he's really up to it in the next few weeks. I, at the moment, like yourself, I'm very excited about having Billich here, and um, yeah, onwards and upwards. This, you know, we can't really look afford to look back. We've said everyone said what we've um, what we thought about how it's happened, and we just got to look ahead and support the team and uh, get behind them fully. Um, where it's Stoke. Um, which is like we've already said is going to be a very very tough game. And uh, one thing with the championship, and you've said this many times as well, it's very unforgiving. You know, there's no easy team. Any team could beat any team on the day. And um, yeah, we need to start. We need to start getting a, uh, a winning run of games. We don't want to come get to the part where we were under Isco, where we had to hit a massive run to get promoted. Um, if we're going to do what we want to do, we have to start now. Um, definitely before Luton. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent agree. We, you know, that that's the game where you need to start. You know, if we go into that looting game on a, you know, on a on a downer, I, I just I just expect the worst. So if we can go into that game with a bit of form, you know, hopefully, you know, we can win. But again, it, it's it's the it's the Watford Luton derby. Derby's are one-off games. We all know that. You see the derbies for up, up and down the football. You know, you see the Tottenham Arsenal games, the Manchester derby. They're one-off games. You've got to be up for that game, no matter, no matter what kind of form you're in. But ideally, you want to go into that game with a little, a little bit of form, a little bit of momentum. Mm, exactly, mate. Right. Okay. We'll throw. Um, we'll get straight into your segment in a two seconds, mate. I'll just throw up a few. Um, 
comments. We've got um, a couple of predictions. We've got um, Mr. Spike Francis. He said 2-0 Watford. Uh, Jason uh, Jason Vine won one. So we're all predicting quite a, t- uh, quite a tight game. Hull's evening, mate. He says, hopefully the fans who expect instant success won't turn, to, uh, turn on Billich if we don't win the first couple of games or so. Uh, Gary said, so looking forward to Wednesday now. Yeah, I completely agree, mate. So am I. Um, do we know what formation he plays? Yeah, just before we get your segment, mate. Um, you got any idea? Do you think... I haven't really researched him too much into formation. Just try and think of when we played West Ham. I think, I think it was... Might have been a four three three. I might, I might be wrong. I, I don't actually know, but you know that's yeah. one of the things I look forward to. We don't really know. We don't really know what kind of style he plays. You know, I've not really seen. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take a stab and say four three three, but you know, or four two three one, whatever way you want to look at it. But I may be wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping actually he goes to, <clears throat> you know, four three three because or four two three one, whatever, whatever variation you want, because that's probably the way he can utilize our players best. Yeah, very, very true, mate. Right, okay, let's get let's get straight on with it, mate. Here we go then. Played for both. Just just a quick note. I normally look at my phone to do the, the stats, but because I'm on my phone with this video, I can't actually do that. So I'm just gonna have to just go through it. Not normal. So in goal, you could have had a couple of choices actually. You could have had Dan Backman, who we got now. But I went for Ben Foster. Um I think he only he, I don't think he played I think he probably played one or two games for Stoke, you know. Obviously we don't need to talk much about him in Watford, you know, he's probably go down in Watford legend, you know, he was our goalkeeper many many, many times. Two spells at Watford, um for Stoke. I think he that was his sort of main turbo. He come through the Youth team at uh, Racing, Racing Club Warwick, but I think Stoke was his sort of first main team. Um, and the formation, I've had to um, sort of change it slightly just to get the players in, because uh, you know defensively, I was I was um, I was looking a little bit light, so I've had to kind of go to a three-five-two if you look at it. So I've had to kind of put Carl Dickinson uh, left centre back. Um, obviously, he played left back for Watford, but you know he's in there. Um, Play for play for Stoke, and I'm pretty much we signed him from Stoke. I may be wrong, or we might have signed him from Portsmouth. I can't remember, but actually, I think he did a right for for Stoke. Um, actually, quite enjoyed him at Watford. You know, he wasn't technically the most gifted footballer there, but I think he was a whole-hearted player and um, very very um good servant. Um, obviously the other the middle the three centre backs Ben Wilmot. Um, obviously. When, when we signed him, I was I was really excited when we signed him, and for whatever reason, he just did not get a chance at Watford. Um, but now he seems to be settled in Stoke, and he he, he seems to be doing quite well at Stoke. Um, right centre back, he's not his natural position, but Peter Tabo is in there. Um, signing for Stoke, I thought when at the start of last season, I, I really liked him. Then he got injured, which was disappointing. Then we, I think, we only saw him once or twice after that. Yeah, and I'm quite disappointed we didn't sign him on loan again. And obviously. There he is. There he is in the Stoke shirt. Did did quite well for Stoke in the Championship. Uh, at the base in the midfield, John Eustace. Who else? Um, captain. You know, legend at Watford. Was linked with a manager job in the summer. Um, he was he was just a fantastic servant. You know, and actually a brilliant a brilliant player as well. Really really like John Eustace at Watford. I think he's he's a you know he's just a brilliant player. And and we signed it from Stoke in the. Uh, January the 0708 season off, I believe. 
which which was when when we signed him, I was quite you know was was standing beside him because he was their captain. He was sort of Stoke were up there challenging promotion, and we we just nabbed their captain, which was a really great business from us. Um, the left centre mid gone for Brynjar Gunnarsson. Um, he had one season at Watford, and I thought he was I thought he did quite well for that one one season. Scored a few goals, and then he he played a lot of games for Stoke um, in the early early part of his career. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, a lot of Brynjar Gunnarsson personally. Uh, next to him, the one and only Jono. Um, what do we need to say about Jono? Absolute legend at Watford. Um, I think if you want say one bad thing about John, I think injury hampered his career massively towards John. I think if he'd been if he'd stayed injury free, I think he would have spent many, many more years at Watford and played many more games. But you know, when when a player gets injured, you know, that's that's what happens, unfortunately. Um yeah, and he, he I think he played only played a handful of games at Stoke. That's the literally only picture I could find. Um played a handful of games for Stoke. Um on the right hand side of the uh of the midfield, Jermaine Pennant, um, had him on loan from Arsenal when he was probably a teenager. Um, I can remember, I remember his, I think his only goal coming against Macclesfield in the FA Cup where he sort of took on a few players and hit it in the bottom corner. And yeah, when, when we signed him, he was, he was kind of this young up and coming player and he, he kind of didn't really live up to a lot of expectations, but he still had quite a good career. You know, he's, Played for Liverpool, you know. Obviously, he's played for Stoke, which is why he's in this video. He played for numerous other clubs. I can't trying to think who else he played for. He's played for Birmingham and other things like that. So he did right on the left hand side. You know, purely he's only on the left because he's left footed. Tommy Mooney, um, legend, just just a legend. You know, he still works for the club now. You know, on the hive. Same same with Jono. Obviously, Jono does the academy um, academy side of things, but obviously, Tommy Mooney, absolute legend. Obviously, yeah, I don't need to say much about him. Tommy Reed's just an absolute legend of what football club. I think every Watford fan will, will say the same thing, legend. And yeah, and he had a he had a spell at Stoke where he, he did score against us, if I remember rightly, in the O two, O three season. He did score against us and celebrate, which a lot a lot of people give him the stick for, but you know, that that's just being a footballer. Um two strikers. Uh Bruce Dyer's number one the first one. Um I didn't actually know he played for Stoke. I actually actually looked looked this one up. Obviously, he, he come through the Watford Youth Academy, and then he and he left, and then he come and then he come back. Which um, you know, he's uh, you know when 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 you see a player who's kind of one of your own, come through Youth Academy, and to make it as a professional footballer, you, you've just got to, you've got to sort of bow your heads to him. And then on the right, uh, sorry, next to him, another player that was just blighted by injuries to the last stage of his career, Gifton Noel Williams, one of my all-time favourite players. And th this is how much you know my, my mum she knows. Pretty much next to nothing about football, but even she knows how how much I love Gifton Noel Williams. Um, and it, it, I'll show her a picture. I'm like, Mum, who's this? She just said Gifton Noel Williams. I used to just rave about him all the time. Just he was just such a whole hearted player. Give give it his all. You know, again, it's it's a player that's come through our youth academy, so you can relate to him. Um, and I can remember remember his last game. I think it was was it Paul Butler that sort of broke his leg or done his ligaments or something like that. Yeah, he that smashed was, him. I was down the other end, stewarding, mate. And he smashed him to bits, and that that yeah. ruined him, unfortunately. But I remember that that was the same game where we scored the absolute world. wasn't it? Yeah, that's um, it. Two one, beating yeah. two one. So yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, just a fantastic player, and obviously went on went on to have a spell at Stoke. Um, so yeah, that's your Watford Stoke play for both eleven.
Brilliant, mate. No, well done, fella. That's um, really, really good. Yeah, uh, I didn't realise Bruce. Got... Sorry, mate. Go on. So, who's your favourite player? All that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Johnson, but I'll oh, it's Jono. You... Yeah. <laughs> Jono, anyway, because uh, you know I'm, pl- I'm, I'm proud to know him as a, yeah. um, a friend as well. So, yeah, yeah. not a close friend or anything like that, but friend. So, and no. Gifton. It, yeah. Gifton's a very, very close second. I do mean that in the best possible terms. Gifton, we're definitely getting back on the show soon. I did say it, but I, I just absolutely adored Gifton Noel Williams. I just, yeah. just, I just love, I just love the way he played football. He was just, you know, and like I said, he, he come for our youth academy. So it's someone you can, you can, oh, like he, he's, he's played for my boy club since he was, you know, since he was in, you know, in nappies, basically. He's come for the youth academy. And again, he was just so unlucky. You know, Paul Butler absolutely, Going through him, and it just it, it, it was he was never the same player after that, which is unfortunate. Because I think if he, yeah, I mean he did, did go out and kind of an all right career after that. You know, he went to Burnley, went to Stoke, played in Spain for a bit. So, but I do think he he was you know really unlucky of injury. But you know, he, he's still a legend in my eyes. Gifted Noel yeah, Williams. We had him on a couple of years ago, and we didn't. Uh, we actually asked him about two or three questions tops, and he just went on about his career, and we didn't have to prompt him. He just went all about the fact that he had arthritis at a young age. Mm-hmm. He was a dad at, I think, 15, um, 16 as well, and LGT helped him out, which is not surprising, to be honest. It's just the mark of a man. And what, what a lovely bloke Gifton is. Mm-hmm. Really, um, really, really nice guy. Um as well and yeah but that was a fantastic interview we were just sitting here the whole time just open mouthed um just listening to his story and i was so so pleased that he had a chance to uh coach the watford women last season as well i think he's totally yeah, yeah. deserved that as well and he's always been um very approachable to everyone even if he doesn't know you will stand there all day and jono's the same yeah, to yeah. Be fair. jono you know you don't have to know jono could just come and chat to you yeah, I was. I remember I was on the podcast with you. you know, I think when we was in lockdown, and I was on you with Johnson. Was there? Johnson That's was it. just such a just such a nice guy. And I, I spoke to him one or two times at, when I've seen him at the ground and that, just saying, "You right, John?" And he's he'll just say hello back. He's just a just a nice guy. I mean, I I, th- I think that's part of the reason you know the Graham Taylor era. Graham Taylor made you a nice person, regardless who you were. You know, it turned you into you know good footballers. Or say, if you wasn't a nice person, you weren't accepted into the into the Graham Taylor team. So, yeah, mm. very true, mate. Now, just big shout out. Right, I'll just throw this back up. Apologies, got the legend. Well, not really apologies. The legend that is Gifton. Just a shout out for this on behalf of Luther Bliss. He says Luther's army needs you for just fifteen pound. Uh, you can enjoy rock and roll bingo next Friday, and the proper fish and chip um, Friday night dinner. It's next Friday. Um, sausages and veggie burger options. Fifteen pound early to make a difference to two of my charities. This is Luther's charities. Peace Hospice Care and the former Players Club partner, Minds at War, that's serving the armed forces' lives. Uh, even better, uh, Lufa and Mr. Ian Bolton will be there. Bingo cards at the ready. The only time either of us have actually liked a card given to us. Um, need to know by tomorrow. That was um, a couple of days ago, but if you, oh, well, it was actually yesterday. But if you could DM, if you could DM him, maybe some spaces available for this. Um, and a great chance to meet. Um, both fantastic legends, Lufa and uh, Mr. Bolton. So, yeah, what better um, incentive um, to get on to that as well? And fantastic um, to um, ra- raise money for those charities as well. But that's another thing, you know, great, great um, people, um, top, top, nice guys. Um, Lufa, certainly one of them. And 
obviously everyone at TMA would be totally biased of that. But um, yeah, he's another fantastic guy as well. But uh, yeah, no, Jono, um, TMA's Lord and Saviour, shall we say. Uh, Freddie's saying we will lose again. Let's um, like, let's be honest, the team don't play uh, for the badge except for Kamara, Semmer and um, Gel Pedro. Uh, Halsey said, great um, research again, Danny. Thank you. Yeah, I'll echo that, mate. It's absolutely fantastic. Um, Adam said, 4-2-3-1 is the um, preferred formation for Billets. Cheers, Adam. Nice one, mate. Uh, Spikey said, um, Holt just hit the bar and it's one all. Um, no, no, Jason put one all for the game tomorrow. Thank God. I thought it was one all loot and I've been mm -hmm. even better. Um, cheers, guys. Have a good weekend. Yeah, thank you very much, mate. Yeah, so... Um, we won't have a fans' verdicts. Obviously, the game is on Sunday, so we'll get all your opinions through on TMA Sunday Night Live. Uh, that will still be where you choose the um, topics where we will discuss them on there. So um, we'll see. We'll be reviewing that game 8 o'clock Sunday. We'll be back on Monday for the uh, Monday Night Preview. Myself and Philip Smithson uh, will be looking ahead to Wednesday night's game against Swansea and then Thursday night. Um, the fans' verdict will be back and we'll get to take all your opinions. Um, all the shows are 8 o'clock and that'll be 8 o'clock Thursday night. Um, the fans' verdict. Yeah, Danny, um, any any last words before we shoot off, mate? Just quickly, before, before Guy, I forgot to mention, member Pidge, I'm potentially going to be doing a match day vlog Saturday. So stay, uh, sorry, Sunday. So stay tuned. Stay tuned for that. Yeah, definitely, mate. And um, just a, um, don't want to pat ourselves on the back, but Danny, thank you very much, mate, because he's um, off his own back. He's messaged me and he wants to do match day vlogs for um, TMA and obviously himself. So, um, mm. yeah, Danny, mate, I'm certainly looking forward to that, mate. Thank you very much. And it's a very hard thing to do. Certainly <laughs> something that I will never venture in. Um, nah. So I tip me hat off to you, mate. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But why not? You know, it, gi it gives. It gives, you know, because obviously I'm a regular on TMA now, it just gives something something else, you know, seeing someone at the games every single game. It just just thought it'd be good fun, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, brilliant, mate. I mean, I've seen your YouTube videos already, mate. So, yeah, no, <laughs> absolutely brilliant. Looking forward to it. So, right, so we'll see you Sunday night, 8 o'clock, straight after the um, Stoke game. So, as always, come on, you horns. You horns.